0: Welcome to African Catholic Voices, a podcast service of the Pan African Catholic Theology and Pastoral Network. My name is Father Stan Chuilo. I'm your host today. I am so excited to have on our episode today four very engaging young people from different parts of Africa. These are representatives of over 3,000 young people who will be encountering Pope Francis on November the 1st. All Saints Day, the day traditionally designated by the African Union as Africa Youth Day. And also for us uh, Christians, is a special day, all saints. We remember our heroes. And so for France, it's wanted to use that particular day to show that he believes in young people, the young Africans, the young uh, disciples of the Lord, who are like the cheetahs, who would take Africa very far, running and making impact everywhere. So we want to have a conversation about what these young people have been doing in their different cohorts, in their different countries, what their expectations are for the conversation with Pope Francis and what their plans are for the next two years during this Synodal Encounter when they receive this mission from Pope Francis on November the 1st. So welcome to African Catholic Voices, my dear friend.
1: Thank you, Father.
0: You're welcome.
1: Thank, so, you. thank you Father.
0: So what have you guys been doing lately in your different groups? Anyone can speak, tell us your name, know what you're doing and uh, your country and uh, how you have been uh, working
1: so far. Yes, thank you so much Father. I am Davis Ampereza. I'm a student at Makerere University Business School and a <laughs> member of the St. Catholic Community
0: mm-hmm. are
1: from Uganda. Yeah. Uh, From the day the initiative of building the bridges started, we made cohorts in Uganda. Each university was supposed to have a minimum of 20 students to participate uh, in these cohorts. So uh, in Uganda, um, each cohort uh, had to discuss. We understand that the initiative of Francis wanted to understand the challenges that are facing the youth in Africa to understand what the youth would like to do to solve such challenges, what they would like to do for their church, and what they would like to do for God. So we started our discussions uh, based on that background. Different universities and different courts, students started to look for a number of challenges. We could have uh, meetings every Tuesday. We could meet as the national courts, We could meet at the at our courts in the university on friday then on tuesday we meet as a national court to discuss these uh, deliberations guided by our national director uh, father ambrose we came up with a number of uh, challenges that we discussed we took them as personalized um, challenges and wrote them shared to the national director and um after sharing with the national director, he used to guide us on how we shall make our submissions to the Pope on 1st November. So we have um, really engaged a lot. We have learned a lot from such challenges and we have not alone stopped on getting challenges. We have actually even decided to look for some solutions. Yes, we are seeing that there is this challenge in Uganda. For example, the issue of ecology, environmental challenges. How
0: are we solving such challenges? uh, David, we will uh, will stop you there so that others can talk, but it's very important and also very impressive what you have been up to, the challenges that you've been discussing. And you're not just simply talking and complaining, you are also designing solutions. Thank you very much. I don't know other distinguished uh, students from uh, different parts of Africa here who want to weigh in Have you been talking the same way they've been doing in Uganda or have you guys been preoccupied with with different uh, concerns?
2: Hello, Father.
0: Yes, Eda.
2: Yes, my name is Eda from Kenya and I am a student at the Consolata Institute of Philosophy. And our meetings were actually on Fridays and of course, random meetings if necessary. And as we were trying to build, our main theme was governance and inclusion. And as we were trying to build our themes, we realized that there's a lot of issues surrounding this governance and inclusion thing. And actually, we want to say that we did not exhaust everything and really hope to have more opportunities to actually come up with the comprehensively with the real challenges facing the youth and around governance and inclusion issues. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Eda, for that insightful uh, contribution to this conversation. Yeah, We have here Twiza Nachilongo and uh, Tsuro Takudzwa. Yeah, can you guys uh, share with us uh, some of the things you've been talking in your different cohorts? Introduce yourself and um, your country, and the floor is yours.
3: Thank you very much, Father. Uh, my name is Kelvin Takudzwa-Tsuro from Zimbabwe. I'm a theology student, St. John Fisher and Thomas Moore National Seminar, which is an affiliate of the Catholic University of Zimbabwe. So, the this encounter of the courts helped us to have various discussions on the problems that we are facing as a country. Particularly, we are guided by our theme that is Young People's Participation in the Life. A mission of the church. So we're looking at how sometimes we as the young people are being left out in the, left, in the church's structures. So with different calls from different universities mm-hmm. and then each university maybe would meet on a Tuesday and then maybe on a Wednesday would would have a discussion as a national platform being guided by our director Father Ferdinand Vigu. So we had really um. A nice time chatting and sharing our different experiences as the young people in Zimbabwe, since what is affecting us as young people is, is general and is similar, such that as young people, we do not have an active participation in the church. Mm-hmm. So we really appreciate. And we also we also looked at solutions on how we can improve our active participation, particularly maybe having youth councils, maybe taking up more roles, having our church leadership, uh, priests and religious, creating more roles for us so that we can participate in the life and mission of the church.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, suro What are you hoping to hear from the Pope?
3: I think that maybe I would like to, to hear the Holy Father saying that he's opening bridges for, for us young people so that maybe we can have uh, an active participation in the church. That's what I'm really hoping the Holy Father can... Help
0: us with thank you. So, for active participation of young people in the life of the church, that would be uh, a message you want to hear from Pope Francis and uh, Ida. What are you expecting to hear from the Pope,
2: uh, Father? Sincerely, I really do not know what I want to expect from the Pope, but what I know is. I really hope his message, okay, and I know and I pray that his message will be very influential to the young people as well, to all people of God in general, in that it does not end with the synod, but will continue impacting on our lives even after the synod. If this can actually make an opportunity for everyone to be going forward, to be engaging each other in such kind of a dialogue and not like... How we've been doing it, like the youth, for example, trying to blame each other, trying to find faults from one another, but actually participating in some kind of a dialogue. And probably I think this is what the pace the pop will set for us. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. It's very important, like you say, for young people to get a positive message, but also to embody a positive message within them and see the strength and beauty of uh, working together like you guys are doing working together building bridges and um, trying to say to the darkness we beg to differ we are people of light i don't know davis uh, what would you like to hear from the holy father
1: i thank you so much father uganda being one of the countries that uh, hosts a number of refugees i would like to hear from the pope on how the church can really work with the local authorities to solve some of the challenges that are being faced by uh, these refugees. For example, lack of food, lack of clean water, and other challenges that the refugees face in our country. Thank you.
0: Yes, but uh, what if the Pope asked you, Davis, why these refugees uh, are there in your country and what young people are doing to bring an end? Because there seems to be a a semi-permanent condition of refugees in the country. Not just Uganda, but many parts of Africa, in Kenya, in northern Nigeria, in Central African Republic, in Congo. What do you think
1: the Pope, uh, if the Pope asked you, why all these refugees? Why? The challenge of refugees, of course, comes from uh, instability that happens in different countries. We have uh, a number of countries that are having wars, DRC and all that. We have seen Uganda uh, actually support in providing security. But uh, as a young person, at the moment, I cannot uh, help stop the instability. But helping the refugees, basically, here we have a, a youth organization called the Smiles That Never Fade, and it is an initiative that we start as the youth at St. Charles Catholic community, where we visit such refugees in the refugee settlements, we give them clothes, we give them food, but this is little, it is little compared to what they have. We managed to raise through fundraising and all that. So we could support if we have um, some support for example, from the church and all that we could also help and reach hand to such refugees.
0: Thank you. Thank you. As you know that in Christus Vivid, the Pope says that you are the church of now. So it's not like the church is you. The church is not the Pope, it's not the priest or the bishop, is not a physical structure. Pope Francis actually says that the church is like a mobile clinic, a field hospital for those who are wounded. So we want to ask you the last question, because this is only the beginning of a process. So Twitter, what's the plan for the future? Or just after this magical moment on November 1, you guys will go home, <laughs> yes, we talk with the Pope, yeah, we are great. <laughs> what's what's going to happen after?
2: Uh, Father, sincerely, after the, uh, the first meeting, the continental meeting we've had, we had some meeting with the cohort, like the cohort team meeting. Mm -hmm. And what we were getting from everyone was that that was a positive thing to do. That is the synod of synodality, the entire process, because uh, that continental meeting actually had also inspired us in some way that we encourage dialogue in all aspects of our lives, whether political, whether spiritual, whatever way we need to do it. And also somebody was suggesting that even children need to be included in this dialogue so that they can start cultivating this culture of dialogue as early as possible. So afterwards, this is not something that will end with this synod, you know, but we need to get going with it as part of our lives.
0: Thank, Thank you. Team. Thank you. So you're hoping to build structures within the cohort and the universities to continue having conversation on different topics and themes and developing actions for discipleship and witnessing in the world. Suro, do you share the same plan? Are you guys uh, planning something in Zimbabwe or are you just waiting after listening to the Pope, you will go home and celebrate?
3: I think maybe after the meeting with the Pope, I think maybe... Since the Pope says in Christus Vivi that we as young people we are the church of the now, I think we can engage more young people in our various universities and in communities so that maybe we take initiatives. Uh, because I think maybe the Pope is just going to take to tell us to take initiatives in our local communities. So uh, maybe I think we need to continue this dialogue process as young people and so that we can find a uh, ways of helping ourselves rather than waiting for hope to come from somewhere.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, Davis, uh, what's the plan after the meeting with the Pope?
1: Yes, thank you so much, Father. After the meeting with the Pope, we plan to... This has been an an engagement of a few students. We plan to engage more students in our university. They are in neighbouring universities around us. We plan also to keep engaging them on such issues. Uh, In the Pope's letter that was he talked about the environment and in Uganda we are looking forward to conservation of the environment. Uh, Uganda basically is disturbed by plastics. Uh, We are looking forward to collecting such planting trees and conserving our environment as uh, the Holy Father um, advised. Then lastly on the issue of migrants we hope to continue visiting them in the resettlements. We always do so every Easter Monday. So mm-hmm. we continue doing so and we hope that many people will come on, on board following the background of such an initiative by Pope Francis.
0: Thank you very much. Twiza, are you with us now? And are you able to give us the final statement before we conclude our interview?
2: Yes, I'm here. So Twiza Natchilongo from Zambia is my name. And just like the rest of the groups from um, all different uh, nations across Africa, we did have our meetings and we raised quite a number of issues and uh, we did come up with a few solutions. And it has really encouraged us as uh, African youth and especially Catholic youth, uh, that we are actually very, very much considered and... We are actually being looked forward to and uh, being looked up to as a future of the church and nations at large. And so because of this synodal you know, meeting, we are very thankful and um we hope to even do better and engage a lot more youths on the ground. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, witha Thank you, Suro, thank you, Ada, and thank you, Davis, for your giant witnessing in this significant way. And um We look forward to continuing the conversation. We look forward to the great things you will do for God and the church and Africa in the coming days, months, and years. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, brothers and sisters. Until next week, when we bring you a fresh perspective from African Catholic voices, especially the voices of young African Catholics, the cheetahs, who are running to win, who are fighting against all kinds of challenges saying no to the darkness and creating new new pathways. These are signs of hope. They will bring them to where God wants them to be. That's our collective effort to build a continent where our young people can dream dreams and realize it in Africa. So we'll see you next week. Until then, we ask you, be strong in your faith. Be faithful and fervent in loving be courageous in hope. Let's take care of each other. Let's take care of this beautiful planet that God has given us. Let's take care of the church and let us always be a light unto the world. Bye!